0: The Oxford Centre for Triple Value Healthcare, 3B, is a social enterprise with the goal of building capacity and capability in healthcare to increase value. As part of its mission, 3 v promotes the dissemination of knowledge. From our library of almost 1,000 books, we have produced short, downloadable podcasts that summarise the most important classic books, book pods. These are essential for anyone working in healthcare and enable you to learn while you walk, drive or travel by bus or train. Enjoy this week's book pod and ensure you get a new one downloaded by subscribing to Radio Value from your usual podcast provider. When I was in the Health Education Council of England, someone said at a meeting that, oh, social classes, four and five, can't really handle probabilities. To which I replied that I came from a city in which I knew many men who could work out in their heads a 5 to 1, 7 to 4, 9 to 2 treble when they were in the betting shop. It's just that we didn't give them the figures in the right way. Probabilities can be handled very well by people of all educational groups and this has been shown in research particularly by Steve Wallison and Lisa Schwartz. So risk, the management of risk. We think about it in the health service as the risk of dying of cancer. But of course risk is everywhere. In banking, in insurance, in motor car racing. And actually quite a lot of the interesting research on risk has been funded by the insurance industry. One of the researchers, has got the wonderful name, you can hardly believe it, of Chansey Starr. So when we come to, re- to looking at probabilities, how do we manage these probabilities? A useful concept developed by Herbert Simon, the psychologist and economist, and applied to clinical practice by Gert Gigerentzer in his book Reckoning with Risk, is the concept of bounded rationality, namely that clinicians and patients, but particularly clinicians, have to make decisions when they don't have all the data they need, time is limited, and there aren't computers that can solve the problem for them, bounded rationality. However, it is very important to remember that decisions are not all rational, whether bounded rationality or complete rationality. Emotion plays a major part. There are, of course, techniques of dealing with emotion. The emotion of decision-making is usually anxiety of one sort or another. And the anthropologists talk about magic, Magic being a technique that people use to control anxiety when no effective intervention is available. For example, believing there's a bullet with your number on it. Both the emotion and, therefore, the decision are influenced by the way in which the outcomes are presented. And in the book by Kahneman and Tversky called Choices, Values and Frames... They say, and I quote, risky prospects are characterised by their possible outcomes and by the probabilities of these outcomes. The same option, however, can be framed or described in different ways. In the terrific little book by Steve Wallish and Lisa Schwartz and Herbert Welsh called Know Your Chances, they define framing as, and I quote, the perspective in which information is presented. Different emotional responses are elicited when the same information is cast in a positive light and in a negative light. Again, this was shown in the insurance companies who did research to say, would you insure your house if you lived in the Mississippi Valley more likely to insure it if you were told that the Mississippi flooded three times a century or once every 33 years? So, outcomes influence emotion. Outcomes can be framed. And that's of central importance to us in healthcare, where consciously or unconsciously we shape or frame the outcomes and therefore influence what happens. Now, Kahneman and Ferske, the editors of this big blockbuster book, are the creators of something called Prospect Theory. And what they say is that There are two phases in the choice process, an early phase of editing and a subsequent phase of evaluation. The editing phase consists of a preliminary analysis of the offered prospects, which often yields a simpler representation of these prospects. In the second phase, the edited prospects are evaluated and the prospect of highest value is chosen. So prospect theory They suggest there is a two-stage approach to decision-making. The book itself is a huge blockbuster of a book. Um, There's many very important principles. For example, they talk about two concepts of value. And I quote, Experience value, the degree of pleasure or pain, satisfaction or anguish in the actual experience of an outcome. And decision value, the contribution of an anticipated outcome, to the overall attractiveness or aversiveness of an option in a choice. The book's got a number of different authors, but Tversky and Kahneman quite rightly contributed a lot of the chapters. And the chapters and alternative conceptions of value and choice over time and how that changes on framing. The book's quite tricky. Quite a lot of it is very curly D book, and it's big. 825 pages, and it builds on their previous book, which is called Judgment Under Uncertainty. So here are three questions for you to think about. Firstly, do you think you've ever been caught by framing, for example, by an insurance company? Secondly, would you say you were naturally risk-averse, and are there particular outcomes of which you would be particularly averse? There have been studies, for example, in prostate cancer where some men are very concerned about impotence and others more about incontinence. And finally, what could we do to minimise the impact of emotion on the way in which patients make decisions? How could we frame decisions with less emotional impact to allow the citizen, the patient, to make the choice without undue framing?